Welcome to the Knights of Nerditude special podcast. They, it's kind of like a Knights uh, Conan classic, but we're going with a horror feel uh, for the next few weeks. Getting ready for, <laughs> getting ready for Halloween. Um, if you don't recognize that song that just played in the beginning, I feel bad for you. Um, yeah, you clearly never watched any Red Sox playoff games pre-2004. Uh, <laughs> or you simply don't have 23 minutes of your time to kill. Yeah, it, but it's a classic song. So, I'm your host, as always, Sean. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... He will lie. He is a liar. Sam. The power of con compels you, John. <laughs> loves eating pancake mix raw, Chris. <laughs> all right so ba- based on the music and based on all those answers we are doing 1973's the exorcist which is a strange situation because it's a movie directed by written by and novel written by the no, same no, he didn't direct it he didn't direct he did. no no it's really william friedkin oh was yeah. it oh right 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 yeah that's right so, yeah, so oh, wow. the screenplay and the story are both by uh, William Peter Blatty. He also produced he, it. Yeah, yeah and he directed it. one of the later ones. Which he won $10,000 on the, was it the Gong Show? The, no, uh, uh, Groucho, Groucho Marx, uh, yeah. guess your, no, you bet your life. You bet your, yeah. I only know this because I just looked at the, it's in the oh, yeah. trivia. Yeah, where like he won the money from that and they were like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to take some time off and write a novel. And he wrote The Exorcist. So, yeah. So that that's just a little backstory there. Um, yeah, everything goes back to Groucho Marx. That's what yep, I would exactly, say. Exactly. Um, which he gets a little nod there in this movie, too, when, uh, when the cop is talking to the priest. Um, anyways... Any initial thoughts? Guys? Yeah, box up box. So the budget for this oh, yeah. movie, twelve million dollars. The yep. box office was four hundred and forty-one million dollars. Yeah. You know, but that's but that again. Twelve million seems kind of expensive for seventy-three, or is that just me? No, it is. It is. It's yeah, not like a huge mega budget. Not that I mean, Jesus, Christ, this this whole movie takes place inside of a room. So like, but it does seem kind well, of. Well, they also filmed. They also filmed in Iraq. Right. For an ungodly right. amount of time. Yeah, for like three seconds. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it falls into the horror movie um, theme of low budget, high return. So, yes. It is know, the highest, it, with inflation, it's the highest grossing rated R movie of all time and also horror. And um, I think Warner Brothers, too. If you no, it, it, took, it overtook it a couple years ago. Oh, did it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was reading that, too. I'm like, it? Really? But, you know, rated with R. with inflation or? Yes, adjusted. Okay. Adjusted. Because right. there's no way. <laughs> there's yeah. no way. Um, but, yeah, that was, that, was, that was an interesting little factoid. <laughs> so, get, getting into this movie. And, and I, I haven't watched this movie in, I don't know, 15 years. At, at least 15 years. And I completely forgot the ending. I completely forgot the ending. How he, how he jumps out the window. <laughs> I, I really did forget that. Um, look, look. Let's let's be honest here. We can all appreciate what this movie did and what it symbolizes. 
but this it, but it really does not withstand the test of time yeah it's it, i i felt like this was a really boring movie 100 <laughs> percent. but it, everybody loved it when it yeah, first came out right like i hate what, to admit this but i'm with you sam <laughs> Like, this is just, you know what, like, I was sitting there watching this movie, and I'm like, you know what this movie really needs? It's, it needs more, like, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, a, like, a scary kind of, like, atmosphere to it. Like, You're, there's that never, one shot where, like, yeah. when, like, Von Schlau's showing up in the taxi, and it's all, like, misty out and stuff, and they use that as the poster. Oh, yeah, like, it's beautiful. I mean, that's, like, that's a great shot, but, like, we don't get anything else for the rest of the time in that so like the i remember seeing bits and pieces of this long time ago but i've never actually sat down and watched it beginning to end and i i kept actually putting it off because i remember being a kid being like this is a scary movie and like going up to this i was like i don't know if i want to like be scared and like have to go to bed alone in a dark house after watching a horror movie I like I'll, I just kept putting it off until today, and I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll sit down, I'll, I'll watch it." It's more, it's not scary, guys. No, no, there's like moments yeah. in this that actually made me laugh, like yeah, that as... the priest decks the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. It's, it's also, you know, it, it's a it's a time thing. You oh, know, I, Jaws I, isn't scary to us, but you know, it's no, it's crap it's, out of my hands. Jaws still has just, some like. Scary. Oh, Jaws, did, Jaws didn't scare me, but it, it, it has its moments because, like Sam said, it had atmosphere. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the build-up for atmosphere. all of that was. I, I think part of it is like, here's the thing, and I, I do have to admit, this is this movie was what's he seven? So what's that? Almost forty years old now? No, yeah. oh, sorry, almost no, fifty. 50. Almost fifty, yeah. For sure, desensitized because of the culture around us. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just it's it's not the same. It's I mean, I I can't possibly put it in or can't like understand the context of like you know somebody who I mean I don't know what what was like pushing the boundaries before this, but yeah no the, the oh, thing is is like Night of the Living Dead was right like the big one before this, but where people 60, like no, but, but this, like, okay. So this was the first. This was the first movie that really kind of stood out. That was a religious horror. So there was there was very very few movies that actually made it to this big of a level where they actually brought in this this religious factor of this is the devil and he's come on but screen. It's not the devil. No, no. But you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's it's demonic. The movies were, yeah, the movies before this before this were monster movies. It was it was zombies. It, it was the the real initiation of zombies only a few years before that. So there wasn't really any um, religious concept of possession or demonization. This was kind of the breaking ground of that that hit a big portion of the population. Oh well, yeah, at least not nothing this graphic. N- no, not yeah, like no. this. It, there's, this I think there's something called The Guardian. Graphic. I think came out and. Or it wasn't the Guardian. It came out in like seventy one or seventy two, whereas almost like an occult movie. She's it's like a witch, but you know, there's there's those things, but nothing on this scale. Especially not something that was written that was directed by an Academy Award winner for right. um, what I forget what the movie he did was um, French Connection. French Connection after this. yeah, which was right before this. So I I think part of the problem, and I think you kind of got to it, Chris, is that. 
and I've been watching a lot of like classic movies, a lot of movies from the seventies. Um, and you know, all through COVID or whatever, um, especially now that we got all these streaming services just up our ass. But, um, one thing I've definitely noticed is like the pound for pound quality on some of these is not the same, but you have to remember that there's some novel, like, you know, there's a newness about them when they come out 50 years ago. You know, like, we're so programmed to see all these tricks played over and over again. Like, I just rewatched, like, I just watched Chinatown for the first time, cover to cover. And I've seen that movie a thousand times ripped off. Like, I mean, the Coen brothers make half a Chinatown every time they make a movie, pretty much. And, you know, it's just, some of it's just lost on you and it's, it's tough to get it back. But at the same time, you have to realize, like, this is like the first one to do it. That set. A lot of this movie is just like the same note. It's like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. 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 Well, it doesn't pick up steam until like the third act. Like it, right. it takes it's a like while. It, yeah, it it's, it's like a yeah. lot of character development of all these characters that really didn't need it. You didn't need it. No, yeah. you didn't need a lot of this. There was a lot of fashion about, like the whole Iraq stuff. Cut it out. No need for that. The like, whole actress being filmed in a movie. Right. This, this story needs to be like slimmed down to like we're only really going to focus on like for me I feel like this movie should have focused on Schlau. Yeah, he's yeah. such a, such an interesting character that like plus, plus it's we, it's Max von Schlau. He's got that great voice that yeah. can work in a movie like this. Is that how you're actually supposed to say his name? I think it's Max von Schlau, right? Or is it Sidow? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was sit out. Well, it's sit out. It's sit out. Max sit out. Yeah. S Y D O W. Sit out. But no. But no, Sam. You're absolutely right. He's such. Uh, I mean, he, whenever he's on screen, he's always a very powerful presence. And yeah. It just seems weird that. I mean, I like the story of the younger priest whose name I can't think of. The Greek guy. Um, uh, yeah, but, but uh, Damien. Uh, Karas, Karas, yeah. Karas, that's it. Yeah. Like I, I like that. That's that's interesting. All and but we've seen that. I don't well, know. I, yeah, it's probably because of this movie. But like that whole like priest having his faith tested, right? And then he confronts the devil. Yeah, right. Like we've seen that. Like, even then, like it's like through passing, you're you understand that he's lost his faith. It's not really like. You don't really understand that he's lost his faith. Yeah, it's, it's not. Like he's it's mentioned not right it now. twice. Like this but movie like, has a habit of once the scene starts getting interesting, they cut away immediately to something else. Well, that's yeah. that's, that's the problem. There, they were too. There, it's and that's and that's on the director. They're too choppy with the progression of the story because once one scene you'll be talking to yeah. the priest and the cop about you know this guy he thinks it was murdered and then all of a sudden you see Reagan in the MRI, getting yeah. like all the pictures. I'm like that doesn't no, that doesn't fit. You should have. You know, they should have like cut there. out the family, the whole family, because like I I could get that story. Like I kind of understand. Like the only thing that accomplished by showing me her sending him to the doctors is me to be like, what does this woman want? <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Well, you are telling me what's wrong with my daughter." And I'm like, "Aren't they just spent this entire time telling you what's wrong with their, your daughter?" 
and you just don't want to admit it. No, they're not telling you what it is. They're not. They're telling you what it isn't. I sort of let me let me put it this way. I liked that you saw the like them ruling everything out because like obviously no one's gonna just be like, oh yeah, girl, yeah, she's possessed. But like the same time though, the fucking movie is called The Exorcist. Like, yeah. I know where we're going. Like, you know, this is yeah. just like we're dicking around with all this stuff where it's like, no, I want to see, I want to see them fucking throw the holy water at it. Yeah. The, their problem was, I think they didn't inject the priest until it was an hour and 17 or 18 yeah, well, minutes he's, in. He's in the beginning. No, no, no. In Iraq. They didn't but inject. Him, they don't, they don't reach yeah. out to him. To, right. No, know. not even, not that priest. The other priest, because they don't inject him into Reagan, like kind of sphere until much later in the movie. It's and like halfway he, through. And yeah. I think that's what, for for example, only because it's recently in my mind, The Conjuring Two. It's the priest is in it in the beginning. It's not the priest, but like there's there's that believer. Not necessarily a priest, but there's a believer that something is possessing this person in the beginning, and you walk through the progressions with that person. Yeah. And I think that was what the issue is here. If if you had that priest who was injected first thing, you say, you know, go get the tests, yada yada yada. Let's pray and all this other stuff. And then you see the progression of into lack of faith. It would have, in my eyes, for this movie at least, it would have improved it, at least story wise. Instead of saying, all right. This movie's been slow for an hour and forty-five minutes. Let's bang it out in twenty. So, what, what if what if this movie was just just The Exorcist, and we get all the backstory through like like offhanded comments or like shots in like other rooms where the characters are talking to each other? Yeah, it wouldn't it's be like, a movie though. You, you could probably stretch that out to like an hour and a half. Well, I mean, so for the focus to be, because I'd say the focus is like. 70% on Reagan, Regan and her mother. Really yeah, just the mother. But you don't yeah. really need that. Like they're not you know, I think there's there's some stuff with the mother. There's nothing really with the daughter. Like I mean, you know, do you need to like humanize the daughter for like a half hour to understand that like she's a kid and like, you know, um, you know, she wants to buy a horse and you know vulnerable right yeah yeah you're right you don't need any of that stuff it's it's and this is what makes the movie kind of a foundation for these types of movies that came to be because you do have the conjuring 2 in particular they just go right into it it's in it you're in it to win it and then there's the exorcism of emily emily rose which is literally the entire the entire movie is an exorcism well, it's I was just gonna... told in the past, so it's it's you're yeah. getting all the stories, but I don't want to say they never would have happened because of this movie. But this is kind of like the movie that we're willing to go here, and we failed a little bit, but others sh- now pick up the you know the thread. They showed how it could work. They show how it couldn't work in this movie. <laughs> well, well, they they showed that like, yeah, people, it's they not showed that perfect, they proved that people it's... will see it. It's what. They prove that people will see it, and it does scare people. So, so based on this plot uh, that happens in this movie, and like all of our complaints, uh, there was a movie that came out ten years years ago called The Last Exorcism, 
which is basically the movie we're talking about that we wish it was where it follows a priest who lost his faith. And so he's like, I'm going to start proving how exorcisms are wrong. And then comes across a girl who everyone who claims she's possessed. And it's like, it's like a snowball effect, like twists and turns throughout the story of like what's going on and whatnot. And like it, it's actually pretty good though. The only downfall for it is it's a, uh, it's a found footage film. Um, this isn't yeah. the Scars Guard. No, right? no, no, no. This is called The Last Exorcism. Um, it's it, honestly like it's it's pretty good. It came out in 2010. Um, if that's the if based on what we're talking about, it's the movie we wish this movie was. Well, that that whole found footage thing brings me to a point that I, I feel like is that. Horror movies need to get off this whole realism shtick they get on. Like, you get right. that with the found footage stuff, where it's like, I like horror movies when they start using, like, nightmare logic. And they get creepy. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't feel real. And, like, you know, with, like, Halloween, where it's like, Michael Myers isn't running anywhere, but he catches up to people. You know? Yeah, yeah, super you have that, like, nightmare logic to it, where it's just like, this doesn't make sense, but like it's creepy and it, it doesn't take you out of the movie because you're just like, what? Like there, there were so many moments in this movie where like I felt like the right kind of score or like yeah. just setting the mood somehow. I would have been like, oh, something's going to happen. Even though nothing happens, I would still be on edge. And I did not feel that at all. And even the scary parts, quote unquote, which were at the end weren't terrifying at all for, for having such good music they really you're right they really yeah, did they miss like the never used tubular bells no they used it once or twice and only used it like the for five seconds. once in the middle once at the end um i gotta tell you too the one at the end really kills me because it's on for like six seconds yeah and and they cut it's to gonna something be the out. end credits and then they cut to something different and i'm like no <laughs> like Jupiter Bells is like an incredible end credits song, right? Um, which is a very small uh, critique, but still. Oh, that, there's you could do numerous critiques with this. The, the 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 microphone work was absolutely atrocious. People were dubbed in weird spots. Yeah, it and was their mouths didn't match up. The the quote unquote like CGI when. I don't want to say it, it wasn't CGI, but when they raised Regan, well, it's all it's all practical. That's yeah, when they raised Regan, you know. But I'm only referring to CGI in quotes. I'm sorry, in quotes for the visual, the, the visual not, listeners. It's um, special effects, yeah, yeah, the special effects. You know how like people would say, "All right, the head of the body's here on the green screen. Look up with it." The priests were not looking directly at Regan; they were looking down, and it really bothered me. I don't after, think the green screen. This was, it wasn't green screen, but the fact that they were raised and the priests were looking down on the bed, it really bothered me. Well, I think that's in, I, don't, I, I think that's intentional as a character, yeah. though. I think they're like, you know, we're Regan's yeah, doing her own I, thing. I, we're just gonna, you know, ignore it. Yeah, I get it. It just didn't. It just like really bothered me that the fact like she's floating and the priests are not even looking. I mean, I would say reacting that, to it of like, oh, this is odd. It also right. annoyed me that they did a minute and. 30 no, a minute and 15 seconds of <laughs> the power oh, of Christ right. compels you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that went on too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think? I, yeah, I gotta I, say this. The 
the storytelling of the exorcism itself it's like okay you know i'm on i'm here for this crazy ride that you know haven't seen the ex the exorcism movie before so okay i'm here but like it's like they do a bunch of stuff and then it seems like it's fine in the end and like but it just it takes him to just be like um oh give it to me instead like the whole like yeah i i, I don't know what the rules exactly. are yeah i don't know like which like i don't what need they're to, doing like yeah i don't entirely need to know know the rules it would probably help but like the fact that it's like we just did a bunch of stuff and then it changed and i don't really know why yeah and it's like and what was like he kills himself in the end and it's like so that solved it right. <laughs> yeah you're right it wasn't i guess in the 70s they didn't really have like Standards. how long exorcism really takes because I don't think anybody really knew what exorcisms were in the 70s, right? I'm sure they knew. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure people have heard of it, but like, I, I've read that these things can last days. Well, and, and that's one of the issues with this movie is when they introduce, uh, well, reintroduce Max von Sydow's character as like an exorcist. And he's like, oh, yeah, he did one in Africa that took over a week. Like, why wasn't this movie that? Yeah, can and can you explain like the drug issue to me? Is it for hypertension yeah. or is it for? I think depression? it's like a heart thing because like he like dies of a heart attack. I think. It could be, but if oh, you see the devil, I'm pretty sure you'd be yeah, taking exactly. Drugs. Like, Which like I gotta ask a question: If this priest went to like Harvard Medical School, you think he would have been taught CPR, right? Rather than <laughs> I'm gonna just punch your chest. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely he was taking um oh God, what the hell is it? Nitro or whatever, the stuff you have to put. Yeah, nitroglycerin. Yeah. Yeah, nitroglycerin. Yeah. So like you have to put it in the front of your mouth. That's what it looked like to me. So I knew I didn't even get established he died of a heart attack. I thought the, the demon killed him. Dude, can we just discuss how how lack of a character the cop truly ended up being? Yes. And, and and how you could just cut all of his stuff. And, and in, yeah, in the like, end, he, nothing happened. Because he walked in right as... I mean, it was after he jumped out the window. So, I mean, it's just... Like, it was pointless. It was pointless. And he was in, yeah. a good, like, a, a, a tenth of the movie. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's the 1970s. You're legally required to have a gritty uh, cop. That's You, you know, know what, Sam? You're not wrong. <laughs> in your movie, you know, you need some gritty cop who bends the rules sometimes, but he gets results. Yeah, and you're not wrong there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like there's that like occult element to all of this, where like the church got like vandalized. Yeah, they don't really get that. Into doesn't it. go Is anywhere. That supposed to be the demon, though. I don't Un know. Unknown. Unknown. What a it's mess. A, but it, it's like in the end, you don't really care and who was that captain guy she was talking with on the ouija board like oh captain how like, howdy the whole stuff about the father which never really you know yeah. i don't know if this is a matter of you know the novel it has a much wider scope and because of how the way you know a book works versus a you know two-hour movie they couldn't get into some of that but yeah it's just it's it's some odd choices along the way 
This and, got nominated for best screenplay too, like adapted screenplay. Right. I don't. Know. <laughs> I think part of it is like, you know, everything that comes out of that little girl's mouth when she's possessed oh. is supposed to be so like shocking and provoking, and I'm just so numb to it. Yeah, it could. It could be like we're used to single moms now. So in the seventies, I don't think that was a big of an issue. We're not used to kids swearing like that. You know, if you were raised religious, you were definitely not raised to have. Well, this was, yeah, I mean, this is a controversial movie because people thought it glorified the devil, which, like, no, but, like, (laughs) you know, for that that to even be, like, in the ballpark of, like, you know, oh, you bring it up, you must be glorifying it sort of thing. Yeah. Back to the screenplay adaptation thing. This this could be a, a very good example of a bad transition from book to screenplay. Like the writer the writer of the book thought things were way too important in a book perspective that it had to be in the movie when when in reality it just simply did not translate well. Yeah. Well, just, it is the same guy. Yeah, um, the guy who wrote the novel wrote the screenplay and produced it so he had final say. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> back then I don't know how much say producers really had in the movie. Probably more. Either. Yeah. yeah, well, it was definitely like the studio, you know, getting their hands in it. And I don't know. I got I got to admit, though, just to be brutally honest, for this to have what is, I don't know, pretty widely regarded as, if not the scariest, one of the scariest movies of all time, mm-hmm. of just falling flat. I mean, just falling short of that. Like, I wasn't... I, I thought science was scarier, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, like no, this you, is not, not a scary movie at all. It, I, I still it, stand by that too. It's the scariest movie of all time. Yeah, and and like I look at this and I, I just go like, okay, maybe this is just like an error thing. It was just different back then. But then I think about like Jaws, which was only a couple years away from this, and that's still scary. <laughs> like that works. There's horror movies that came out before this and after this that were much scarier than this. I just don't understand why so many people are like, no, this is the scariest movie of all time. <laughs> I don't get it. Because, like, yeah. like I, I, I hate beating a dead horse, but, like, there's no atmosphere. I don't yeah. feel scared from beginning to end. I don't feel uneasy. I don't feel like, oh, no, right around the corner, something's going to jump out and be scary. Like... Even when the priest has that dream and there's the, the white-faced demon that, like, flashes really quick that was in the trailer that scared everybody, it's more comical than it is scary. Like, yeah, I'm and sorry. it's not even long enough to actually give you a reaction, too. You're more like, think, what was that? Yeah. I think it's just, it's so disturbing for the time that, you know, I think I think that's part of it. Like, I really do. I think it's like, you know, look at a movie, like, gravity where you know watching that like in theaters it's like it, it's a phenomenon and an experience in and of itself is it like a super compelling you know incredibly made movie otherwise debatable but like it's you know the appeal of it for what it is at the time is probably greater than what it's going to be looked at down the line definitely 50 years from now you know yeah I mean, look at look at look at Avatar, and I mean, I think we all went to see that movie and were like, 
you know, maybe in the light of day, that was dumb. But I don't think you walked out of that movie being like, wow, what a ripoff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, for people to still be like, oh, it's the scariest movie. Like, okay. Yeah, I I don't get it. And and, and I get it that it, 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 again, it's personal. It's like personal stuff. I mean, I was scared shitless in Jurassic Park. Now I watch it. Now I watch it to fall asleep. It's right, just... but at least in Jurassic Park, <laughs> it like it has the setups for the scares. Like, it gets you like you're on edge because you're like, oh, is there a raptor around the corner? Where's the T Rex? Oh, like you're the whole the whole something. no yeah the whole movie is build up, especially yeah. after that first scene. You know, yeah. it's 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 built like that. Although I, I will a say guy this, walking through the desert digging holes, that's not build up for the, I will you know. say this about the movie. It initially kind of got me cuz like I'm not used to horror movies that are slowly paced. Cuz like horror movies almost yeah. always have that like first scene that like oh. where it's just like ah scary monster. Yeah. Uh, and like you had that first scene where it was like, you know, Indiana Jones and the Last Exorcist. Um, we're just <laughs> digging in the desert, and I was like, "All right, this is intriguing. Maybe we'll get some like demonology out of this." You know, right. it's like we'll get our good old friend Max here telling us how like demons work and stuff. But we don't get that. He just right. disappears. Like you thought there's going to be like a cheap jump scare or something. I mean, look, I was I was struck too of like how much this felt like a real movie, not necessarily a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, I have the I have the comparison for you for the movie that doesn't feel now the same way it felt when you first watched it. And I guarantee you're all going to be on the same page here. Even though watching it now, it's still good, but the effect is not at all the same. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like think, think of how not only one, how movies just ape that now, but now like the uh, graphic nature of it is not as... Not as the same as, you know, the difference of what it was in, what was that, 98, 97, whatever it was? 99, I think. Yeah, 99. It's a huge leap from that time. But, like, you watch it now, it's still pretty graphic, but it's not jump off the page sort of, you know. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I re- remember it was a big deal how they had to put that disclaimer on TNT once yep. they finally sh- started showing the movie. Yeah. Now, now I don't even know if they do it anymore. Well, they probably do, but it, you know, mm. it was a big deal. Uh, here's a here's a random thought I had watching this movie. Um, Max von Sydow, old in 1973 and lived <laughs> to, be, to this year. Well, he had he was only 40. He had a bunch of makeup on. Oh, did he? Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. I could uh, tell it was not time. Yeah, makeup work. Well, like I just but he's I always just looked old. Watching it, being like, damn, this is like. 40 some odd years ago and he like looks old back then yeah oh dude no no you're but you're not super wrong though like he looks a lot older but like i was watching three days of the condor um and he's in that too and it's like a couple years apart he looks super i mean he he still looks like an old dude for like 45 like he looks like he could be 60 yeah (laughs) incredible outfits in that one too (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, all right. Chris, you want to run through uh, any of the questions? There's a few that I know we haven't answered yet. So how many how many of us saw this completely for the first time? Uh, I did. Me. 
Yeah, I saw it completely for the first time. I did too. So it was really just Chris who's seen it before. Yeah. yeah a long time ago, but yeah. Um, did you think right? you found it's... it scarier then or now? Oh, I mean, not. No, it was the same. Okay. It was the same. It's, it's, it's... nice we're all on the same page, though. I know. Yeah, first time in a while. This is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's we never being... like trash a real movie either. No, especially yeah. one that like the Academy liked. Yeah. <laughs> I can this is usually just like to... one of us and like the other three are like, no, but it was good. Like this is weird that we're all on the same page where it's like, this wasn't scary at all. Well, it, a a it lot was... of it's we're all four of us are desensitized to a lot of the horror movie genre. Right. So but, like, but well John and Sam don't really watch horror. Yeah, no, that's true. It's but just like, you and me. I know, but it's I'm like more, I'm more scared with the newer movies. I guess if you're putting a a, a meter on it, like it's not insidious. The hell, the Conjuring stuff. It kind of got me like a little like not not scared, but you know, it kind of got me moved. It's the atmosphere. Oh. It's like they should remake this movie. Still set it in the seventies. But instead of a little girl being possessed, it's just a laptop that's just scrolling through 4chan, and it'd be the same movie. <laughs> um, I don't People want to say like, the same way. I don't want to say ask is this an untouch an, an untouchable because like they made it well, a few times over. So as we previously found out today, well. Yesterday it would be four years ago. The TV show came out, like the first episode came out. Um, We're getting a remake next year or, or uh, sometime. It's, I think I, it's rumored at this point. I'm fine with them remaking this movie. I really am. Yeah, yeah I'm not untouchable. I feel like, like given this a more modern touch with what we know about horror now. Yeah, um, get a competent like, pace going. Get some, you know, actually understand atmosphere. Don't somehow try to like crowbar in a horror story into, you know, the French Connection. And for um, the love of God, <laughs> utilize tubular bill. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you were man. given a gimme there, and you missed it. Who do you get for the creepy old priest? Can we talk about some uh, some casting that possible? Because they, uh, I mean. They were possibly swinging for the fences here, but uh, I guess the director did not want some of these. Uh, first off, they wanted to do Marlon Brando for the old priest and Jack Nicholson for the young priest. Yeah, that's a no. Which, you know, uh, I guess Freakton was like, Jack Nicholson is not a priest in any fucking movie. <laughs> like, I mean, which is very true. I mean, I would, don't get me wrong, would love to see that version, but like, no, that's horrible casting. <laughs> I want to see, like, <laughs> Brando, but it's like Dr. Monroe Brando. <laughs> he just doesn't care at all. <laughs> he just walks in, that like little like little guy is like standing next to him also because he insists him being in it. Alright, you're gonna hate me, but like honestly, Lighthouse Reunion, but it's the Exorcist. My goodness. I'd be okay with that. Ooh, yeah, that, that might actually work. I, I'd be okay with that. You know what? I hate to say it. Just from the pictures alone, it might actually work. <laughs> they should They should get this, the same dude to do... Oh, no, wait. No, I'm confusing. No, he was the one... No, he's done horror before, right? He's the one who did The Witch? 
Yeah, yeah. Samar guy. I always fuck him up. No, no, that's uh, he did uh, the Vivich. Okay. Oh no, the Midsommar guy did Hereditary. They're also like friends, so it's <laughs> it's tough. Oh, um, Midsommar! I forgot about that thing. <laughs> Thank you for letting me waste my time with that one. Anytime, man. <laughs> well, you know, and I usually get your sh- your movies you recommend are like fifty fifty for me too. So, <laughs> to, to be fair, Chris, knowing now that you absolutely hate Stanley Kubrick movies, that was an awful movie to suggest to you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess today's John would not have recommended that. Today, today's John. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing what we know now. You know, you, you give me gems like Sicario, and then you give me Midsommar and Midnight. Oh, uh, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah, that. Well, I hadn't even seen that one, though. I was like, hey, we should check this out. <laughs> Midnight Special. Yeah, Midnight Special. <sighs> so, any other questions on there? Uh, I mean, where did you discuss what we want to change? Oh God! The whole uh, does anything withstand the test of time other than tubular bells? Uh, tubular uh, bells the, the and girl. yeah, Linda Blair did amazing. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed's, yeah, 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 yeah. the head turning because it looked legit. Yeah. Severe expense to her physical being. The P- yeah, <laughs> like she she was actually hurt a lot after that movie. Mm. The pea soup, I think, is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, weird thing. So everybody remembers the crawling down the stairs scene. I did not realize that's not in the theatrical cut. It's in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Because like when the, the movie was over, I was like, where was the scene of her crawling down the stairs? Like I, I was always expecting. Yeah, it I, I did. I, OK, I thought I missed it because I remember people referencing that. And yeah. then I saw Spider Walk. I was like, wait, when did that happen? Okay, where so that's, did you where did you watch it? Did you HBO? Did you guys watch it? I rented it on Amazon. I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah it was, they didn't have the spider. They didn't have yeah. the spider crawl. Yeah, it's the it's the director's cut that you have to watch, which is an extra I think it's like an extra half hour added in. <laughs> that's, so that's like two and a half, half hour movie. Is, but that said, like the spider walk was you know, it, it would have been worth it if they kept it in there because that was creepy in and of itself. Yeah, the entire half hour is that just following around that British director guy. Yeah, it's probably just <laughs> constantly calling people well, Nazis. Did you, did you guys see like the, the guy just being racist to the German? Yeah. <laughs> and just like the completely unnecessary fight they yeah. had. I was like, wait, why is this in this? Like, yeah, why the hell is this whole scene here? It's just a culmination of her peeing on the carpet. Bad dog. Right. <laughs> hey, you know what's weird? How come the like early on so when the dude jumps out the window and kills himself, obviously, or is thrown out the window early on in the film, how come she doesn't stop and goes, Why are there so many cops and like ambulances and people gathered right outside the window to my my house? Well, yeah. it's down the steps and everything. It's right next to her house though. It's a long way down. And there's stuff going on with Reagan, like her daughter. So, like, as a parent, I would be like, oh, "Oh, yeah, when she's driving by. Yeah, you're right. By the way, you can um, you can do like a a street view, Google Maps and go down the steps. Really? Yeah, I did that today. 
<laughs> if you fall down the steps or no, but it is like kind of blurry, so it's still scary. <laughs> and it's funny, they've got they got like a little plaque next to it that's like the exorcist steps, and it's like the uh you know, it's got like the Washington DC logo and stuff, but then it like it's got like a black and white sort of or not black and white, but like there's a cutout and it's just like Max von Sydow like in that shot, you know, the famous one. Of him in the in the fog or whatever you want to call it, it really is one of the greater movie poster shots. It oh is. yeah, yeah, Time. yeah. There's like random things around this movie. You know, I think on the totality we were unimpressed, but there are certain parts. It's like, man, this this is kind of good. This is like yes. like, like this really works. It, it was a well put together movie, but at yes. the same time, it wasn't. It was like weird. Like for I this, know. it just wasn't movie? well put together. But if, if this wasn't a horror movie, I feel like I would have liked it a little bit more. It's just my anticipation was like, I'm going to get scared. And this is, I, it didn't achieve that goal. You know, you know what this movie is? This is the Adam Dunn of movies. It only hits home runs or strikes out. So what is the Willie Mo Pena of horror movies? <laughs> Yeah, what's like the Mariano Rivera for our movies? The, uh, I would say Saw. Saw. Yeah, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah oh, it nails it at the end. With the cutter? <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, so, uh, any other questions? Bad, cut off foot, same thing. Are there any other questions? I, I don't remember. No. That, that, was, that was essentially it. Yeah. It is, it is interesting how, like, we've mentioned, like, what, at least two or three movies that have exorcism, exorcists in the name that are not related to this movie. It's not the actual franchise, even though there are a few, more than a few direct sequels and reboot prequels, whatever you want to call them, on top of this. But how all these other movies are essentially just, like, riding in the wake of this one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... It had to like it had to break ground. This I don't know. I feel like this movie would have been DOA if it wasn't for um, Friedkin because yeah. he won that he won the Academy last there a few years before this. Like I don't know. It would be interesting though to see. I mean, I guess I guess we've sort of had this a little bit with um, Jordan Peele with you know Get Out and Us, but he was kind of going horror to horror horror thriller or whatever you want to call it, it's a horror. Whereas you don't really see people pivot to horror anymore. Yeah. As mainstream, you know, I hate saying this, but real movie kind of director. Like you see right. people come from horror movies and start right. doing stuff. Like I, the only, the one that like comes to mind for me right now is like James Wan who did Saw. Uh, he did the, I believe the Conjuring movies. But he also did Fast and the Furious movies. He also did um, uh, Aquaman. Like he does shift between but, the two. But he, he went from horror to exactly yes, yes, like more mainstream stuff, right? So, but like, yeah, I can't. I mean, early on, like Spielberg, like dipped his toe into horror a little bit, but really didn't explore too much. So, you know, I mean, like talking about like you know Stanley Kubrick makes The Shining, so that's definitely towards that route. 
but right. like mm. they're very few. And I mean, recently, I don't know. I guess like just for you know, like Christopher Nolan to make like a horror movie, even though he doesn't want to make anything that's not like a giant fucking you know, two hundred million dollar bullshit. But <laughs> um, you're still mad about Tenant, aren't you? Well, his no. true feelings are coming out now that he's kind of reflected on it for a little while. Yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know. It's it's the fact that, like, he's, like, only... No, because I think he makes some, like, interesting smaller stuff, but, like, you know, like, The Prestige and, like, Memento, but, like, I don't know. Now it's, like, everything's got to be, like... Like, I guess, like, I miss him maybe every once in a while making something that's, like, smaller, a little bit smaller, not huge. Do you think that... um so, like you said, uh, directors don't dabble into horror anymore. Do you think the modern day equivalent of that is superhero movies? No, yes. I think directors are killing to get into Marvel. Or no, no. The thing with horror movies now is that you know, like we talked about, this was what twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, horror movies today are like made for six million dollars in today's money. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, twelve million dollars back then is probably twenty five thirty. But no, uh, to to say my point, like how you were saying, like back then, like it's weird having directors switch from like normal to horror. I feel like the modern day equivalent of that is like directors going into superhero. Yeah, I think I think the superhero one is more like they'll usually pick like up and coming people to like make the big budget superhero. Sometimes other like IP movie. Um, and then maybe they'll go back and do something else. But I mean, I think people do the super movies get paid. Yeah. But anyway, I think uh, that wraps it up. A lot of horror movies coming up. We have not exactly decided on the next one, though. I know you know we'll we'll definitely have some some of the big names. Halloween will be on the list for sure. Oh yeah. Maybe The Shining. We'll we see. Have- Oh. Wait, that's a lot of convincing. We'll pull, we'll pull something too from a new decade, uh, the twenties to the two thousand. It's not. It's not only going to be forty-year-old movies. We'll, right. we'll, yeah. we'll get some somewhat more recent stuff. But. Right. All right. So, well, which? on that. Oh God. On that note, um, yeah. Stay tuned for more horror, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.